What's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday evening. Uh, if you listen to this on Monday morning, happy Victory Monday. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG coming through off the late night as we do every Sunday. This Sunday's a little different um, with bits of week seven. Every team here at the Sideline Junkies is getting their own particular show. And this is the Washington football team episode. Uh, wow. I don't even know where to start. Um, uh, not gonna be long cause, uh, it wasn't too many bad things today. It was way more good than it was bad. I'll say that. And that's a good thing. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, you don't know. Washington beat the hated, hated rival Dallas Cowboys today, 25-3. to um, So, let's start with uh, the beginning. And, and let's talk about the bad. Uh, opening drive, Cowboys deferred. Uh, kicked off the Washington. Washington drove downfield. And on the pregame show, our pregame show here, Sunday Rise, uh, myself and the boss, BJ, we talked about keys to victory. And one of the keys to victory was run the ball. You know, it was messy today. It rained. It was cold. And I told BJ, I said, this hog weather, baby. You run the damn ball. I want to see... what did I say? 25 to 45, 35, 45 carries today. Uh, they went out and they executed and they did it. Uh, bad number one was the first drive, get all the way down, get to the one fourth and goal on the one and can't punch it in. Uh, Kyle Allen loses the ball on the one. Uh, trying to go for a quarterback sneak on fourth down. Uh, play calling was on point. QB sneak right there, but execution was very, very poor. And I, I said that an awful lot early on. You know, play calling was excellent. Execution was poor. I think Scott Turner called the hell of a game today. Uh, Riverboat Ron shook up the dice. And a few times, he, he, you know, he's been seven, eleven, you know, if he playing craps, I, I, I'm betting on whatever Riverboat Ron's betting on because he's got this team taking gambles and they're paying off. So, and I, that breeds very good confidence in oneself. But uh, that fourth and goal resulting in getting the Cowboys the ball back. Well, getting them the ball for their first drive inside the one. Andy Dalton comes out. <laughs> He calls a hard count, and damn it, a whole damn D-line jumps. Give him five yards. Okay. That was the bad. The good was the payoff. You got the Cowboys in the shadow of their own goalposts, and Landon Collins comes on a safety blitz, and he gets to Dalton. Ball flies out. I think that was Schultz. 
that scooped it up and he went to go scoop it up to get out of the end zone slipped in the end zone tag him down baby put them hands up safety first points of the game was a two-pointer from the defense the defense scored today two points two points i'm good with that uh then they go they get the ball back and move the ball. I mean, they moved the ball very, very well today. Kyle Allen, 15 of 25, 194, two touchdowns. Uh, Antonio Gibson, 20 carries, 128 and a touchdown. Uh, this was a wounded defense, and they had to take uh, control. And I, I kept saying this is going to be the time that either you turn the corner or Dallas is going to look like world beaters and beat the hell out of us. But lo and behold, offensively, they moved the ball well again this week and came away with a W. Terry McLaurin, seven catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown, 52-yard touchdown. Uh, he got into it with uh, rookie Trayvon Diggs, who took a swipe at him. And I was like, oh, nah, you not. Oh, what? Next play. McLaurin comes off the line, straight for him. Diggs tried to grab him, kind of got a piece of him. McLaurin shook him off. Allen, perfect ball placement right in the bread basket, 52 yards. And he was under pressure when he threw that. And he still put it on his damn money. 52 yards. Touchdown. Washington football team. Uh, Felt very, very good about it. And, um... Something Daryl Johnson said today that I think rings true. This is a game that you're supposed to win with uh, the injuries and things that are going on in Dallas, the turmoil and everything. Uh, this is a game you're supposed to win. But you have to play like this against everybody. You have to play like you're the best in the building against everybody, whether it's Dallas, uh, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, New England, whoever. You got to play like this. And – this D-line has to wreak havoc. Uh, Chase Young, five tackles a day, led the team. And it, it was a pretty much big effort. Cole Holcomb, again this week. Only three tackles this week. But he had a sack and an INT. Very good INT. Heads up, ball bounced off of Zeke's back shoulder. Popped in the air and Cole corralled it. Washington ball. You know, stopped a, a threat where they had a chance to score. And I, I rocked my new, one of my new uh, Washington football team hoodies. I rocked the black one this week. Uh, by week, next week. So next game, I will be rocking a hoodie no matter where I'm at uh, every Sunday during the game. From now on until the end of the season. Uh, they're going to play like this when I wear that hoodie. It's the same way I was when we won seven straight games in 2012. I had a specific spot on the sofa. I had uh, a specific attire to wear. And the one time that I didn't wear that attire and I wasn't at home in my specific spot, we lost to Seattle. So I, I believe in, in things like that. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, was, they held him 12 carries, 45 yards. Uh, Mari Cooper, the only receiver to catch passes today, seven for 80, seven catches for 80. Uh, this was just a a dominating performance from 
Washington on both sides of the ball. The offense had their way. The defense held their own and, and then imposed their will. Uh, another bad point that happened in this game was D-Hop missed a field goal again. And I, I said it on Facebook. Uh, D-Hop may lose his job this week. They may bring in other kickers. And and BJ responded and he said, who would you bring in? I said, hell, you better limber up. Because you and I might be out there trying out for this job. But whoever's on the street, it, it, they're not going to keep putting up with, with D-Hop missing field goals and extra points. Uh, not sure what's going on, whether it's psychological, physical. Not sure. I hope he gets it together because I love D-Hop. I really do. I really do. Uh, another bad was uh, to see Andy Dalton run out of the pocket, give up slide, and John Bostic laid a lick on him. I mean, he laid the lumber on him. And it was, they said it was helmet to helmet. It wasn't helmet to helmet. If you look at it in the replay, that was the top of Bostic's shoulder pad that caught uh, Dalton under the chin, knocked his helmet off. Whether it was helmet to helmet, whether it was shoulder to helmet, I don't care if it was feet to helmet. Either way, it was dirty. Uh, Bostic was ejected from the game, which was deservedly so. Uh, but one thing, I was on a couple Facebook posts uh, talking to some people, and we all agreed. As offensive linemen, after that happened, they didn't do anything. They just stood around. You know, normally if you hit a quarterback dirty like that, offensive line receiver, somebody is going after the offender. They're going after people on the other team. It, 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 it wakes you up. They did nothing. The Dallas offensive unit did nothing. You took your 15 yards and you can sit, you, you put in Ben DiNucci and you continue to be mediocre. Like it's no fire, no fight. For lack of a better word, y'all was acting like some bitches. Because I don't care what the what the fine is, what the penalty is. You hit my quarterback like that, and I'm on the field. I'm hunting your motherfucking ass down. That's how it go. And if I wasn't on the field and I'm on offense, I'm going to find a way to crack back on one of your best players. I'm going to get somebody. Somebody's going to catch that L because you don't hit my quarterback after he gave himself up and you hit him like that and you pretty much knocked him loopy and I'm not going to do something. See, that's the, 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 that I'm not a Dallas fan, but that right there let me know there was no fight in this team today. There was no fire there because that right there should have sparked a rally. And one thing that I did say is you have things like this have happened in this rivalry where the starting quarterback, Roger Starback, got knocked out of a game. Clint Longley comes in, buries Washington. Uh, that was a famous Thanksgiving game. Uh, 82 NFC Championship game. Danny White gets knocked out. Gary Hogaboom comes in. Damn near KOs Washington. You know, that's like something that happens. And I was like, okay, please don't let them come back. 
with this young kid, this rookie, Danucci. Luckily, they didn't. We held on 25-3. I'm good with it. I'm not happy with John Bostic, though. And I love John Bostic, but he, he it was a shoulder. But, John, you got to pull back when he did that. I wish you would have went over top of him and missed him. That way you, you didn't get ejected out of this game, but you may also be fine. So that's just my thoughts on that whole sequence there. Uh, last but not least, we have a bye week coming up. Uh, then after the bye week, we have, uh, I believe it's Detroit, then Cincinnati. That's two games we need to win. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Have to win those two games, and then it's the Giants. No, I take that back. I'm, I'm I'm lying. I'm lying. We have the Giants first, then it's Detroit, and uh, Detroit and uh, Cincinnati. Then it's Dallas again. So this stretch of games, we gotta win. But let's take it one game at a time. Let's focus on the Giants. We damn near beat the Giants last week. In two weeks, let's beat the Giants' ass. Make up for that. All right. Um, I think that's about it for me. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, good win. Am I satisfied? I'm satisfied with the win, but I'm not satisfied with the season. I want more. And that's how I feel. This, every week I ask, where's this season going? This week, I'm saying, yeah, we beat Dallas, but... One thing we're not going to do, we can't rest on just beating Dallas. We have to beat everybody else we face. So, not much else that can be said about that. Like I said at the top of the show, this is the third and final installment of Bits of Week 7. This is the Washington football team edition. Uh, hey, good news tomorrow. Coach Ron Rivera has his last treatment for cancer. So that's that's a good thing coming up. Uh, before I go, I posed a question in the sideline junkies chat, and I'll pose it here. And I said it on Twitter, too. Now, the Cowboys have no Dak Prescott. He's gone until probably April of next year. And no matter what fan of a team you are, much as I hate the Cowboys, I'm rooting for Dak to come back and be healthy and be strong and resume his career. Uh, Andy Dalton's out for heaven knows how long. So you need a quarterback. I don't think they're going to lean on the rookie Danucci. Will they call one Colin Kaepernick? What's my question? Uh, Junie shot it down immediately. He said, no, it's not happening. And I, 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 Jim said the same thing. He, he, he said, would they call him? We thought about it. We, we analyzed it. How could it work? I mean, you never know. You call, you call Cap. He comes in tomorrow, signs his contract, learns what he needs, and, you know, learns the basics of the playbook. And then all of a sudden, Dallas reels off eight straight victories. You know? That that's and then they wind up making a playoffs behind Cap. 
and all that bullshit about him not being able to be a NFL quarterback goes out the window. See what I'm saying? And I, I, I'm like, I would actually pull for Dallas to sign him because I think he deserves a chance. He's the best quarterback on the free agent market. I looked up the top 50 free agents right now as we speak, October 25th. Out of the top 50, none of them are quarterbacks. But then if you look at quarterbacks that are free right now, no quarterback, honestly, is better than Colin Kaepernick. That's why we always bring his name up, because he's the best available option that nobody wants to go to. So, uh, and also, hopefully, Landon Collins is uh, down. Uh, they say it's an Achilles injury. Uh, don't know if it's ruptured, partially torn, not sure. Uh, but Josina Anderson reported that he was down with the Achilles and he's going to require surgery. He said it himself. She got a text from him. So what we will see is uh, we'll, we'll know more when the MRI comes out tomorrow. But holding out hope for you there. Humble 21. Landon Collins holding out hope, brother. So with that being said, that's all my time. Thank you for listening. Not just to this episode, but hopefully you went back and you listened to the boss BJ, the man of the hour, Delante, with uh, the Buffalo edition and the Denver edition that came before mine. As always, you can reach us at SidelineJunkies247 at gmail.com. Thoughts, opinions, uh, criticisms, what you like, what you don't like. We are a people show. This is the people's show. So, y'all take care. Enjoy Victory Monday. And for Washington, let's go into this bye week, get healthy, and come back even stronger than what we are right now, all right? Hail.